0: Welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live Booking Podcast, hosted by us. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Knightsey, and with me as always is the other host, Mikey, former member of the Spirit Squad, Man Freddy. Woo Ooh <laughs> How's it going, Mikey? How are you doing on this fine morn?
1: Uh I am feeling all the spirit. <laughs> I've got and spirit, sp- yes I do. I've got spirit. How about you?
0: Uh, I only have squad. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Mikey. Uh, I'm out spirit. I
1: ran out of spirit. All I am is squad now.
0: <laughs> I am squad boy, and you are spirit man. <laughs> spirit man and squad boy are the weirdest. Now, uh...
1: <laughs> now we make a tag team called the Spirit Squad. Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the man boys could work too. Yeah. The man boys, the Spirit Squad. The same, Spirit same Squad thing. was a we Spirit Squad was a weird tag team. Not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. A bunch of just cheerleaders. It's a it's an interesting faction, but it's just just like a bunch of cheerleaders that like were around for like, what I think they were around for like a couple months maybe.
1: I think their finishing move was really dumb, but also really fun to watch, where they would just like throw somebody in the
0: air and just let them fall. Yeah, that yeah, I agree. Remember when they came back to SmackDown Live, uh, like 2016, I think. Did they? Or two of two of them, I think. It was um. Kenny and I think Kenny and Mikey. I think it was Mikey. Uh, came back to me. SmackDown Live. Yeah, you came. back. You, don't you remember that, Mikey? I was on SmackDown. Yeah, you were on SmackDown Live, and you were like making fun of Dolph Ziggler or Nikki. I believe his name was. God. Oh yeah,
1: Dolph Ziggler's Dolph good old days is Nikki.
0: Uh do you, Do you know what his gimmick was? I believe before the Spirit Squad. No actually i don't uh dolph ziegler was a caddy uh he was a, there was i forget i i'm looking it up because i not want to get the names wrong but uh be, i believe before the spirit squad he was a caddy for kerwin white who was a guy with a golfing golfer gimmick <sighs>
1: How do you make a golfing gimmick work? What do you do? Hit people with your clubs, I guess? Like, secretly? Like, it's like...
0: Well, what it was was Chavo Guerrero Jr., mm-hmm. who somehow at some point got a golfing gimmick and, and went to the ring as Kerwin White. Like, he had, like, um like sweaters tied around his, like, shoulders. He had, like, the hat. It was a, a whole thing. Look up Kieran, Kerwin White. And then you got he had, he obviously he obviously needs a caddy, and who who's a better caddy than a uh, Dolph Ziggler, I guess.
1: Wrestling yeah. is weird, man.
0: Yeah, he would come to the ring in a golf cart.
1: <laughs> you want to get to the pre-show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never seen someone wanting to leave a bit. More <laughs> and I just faster. don't know how much more my brain can handle. <laughs> <laughs> handle Kerwin White? Yeah. Uh, that's fair, that's fair. Well, yeah, on to the pre-show, Mikey. I guess we want to talk about the fact that WWE is stealing our show.
1: We have a magic podcast, and they're somehow hearing it.
0: They're hearing it before it comes out. <laughs> that's what's more wild.
1: They're somehow listening to us record and stealing our ideas.
0: Either one of us is a WWE stooge, or, our microphones are bugged. Or Skype is bugged. Or Google's bugged. And I don't know what. Which one, there's so many possibilities.
1: They're 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 finding it. They 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 tap into anything that even mentions WWE, and they they take.
0: They t- they take and they take. <laughs> well, as long as we get a network show out of this as an apology. Uh, what are so so we're joking about like how. WWE is stealing our show. What are some similarities? We've only had two episodes of the show so far, barring the, the pre-show, the, the, the preview show. What similarities, Mikey, have already happened in only two episodes?
1: In only two episodes, they stole our Triple Threat Tag Team match for the number one contendership.
0: The Triple Threat Tag Team tournament for the number one contendership for the SmackDown Tag Team titles?
1: Give that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, that was announced by Paige. Uh, uh, shout out to I, I tweeted something out and shout out to At the Royal sandal on Twitter That made the funny joke that Mikey and I laughed at Very very hard for a long time Just made official for Hell in a Cell Page versus Hit the Books on a copyrights to booking decision On a poll match
1: That was very good
0: M- Mikey is a big fan of on the poll matches
1: Yeah on the poll matches are One of I think WWE's dumbest sticks that I Enjoy <laughs> watching so much
0: um what else has happened uh i mean last i guess last week when this episode comes out kevin owens versus seth rollins uh which is i don't know what's happening with that feud obviously but uh at time of recording but uh they have that match um what else has happened uh obviously i mean they scheduled a carmella flair women's championship match what else did they do they did i feel like oh they had yeah and then they had like uh I honestly, if the Colones won their match against the Bar and um, who was the and the Club, mm-hmm. Mikey, Mikey, I, I, if the if if the Colognes won a team that you never would have expected to win, like Slater and Rhino, or if Carmelo won the title back from Flair from from a Becky interference, I would have literally. My mind would have literally that would
1: have, that would have been the tipping point for me, and then we I would have emailed WWE and been like, "Hey, stop!"
0: <laughs> Just excuse me, I'm I'm flabbergasted by what's t- transpiring here. Somehow I,
1: stealing I, from our podcast before it even gets released.
0: <laughs> I I guess that means we're there's it's either there's a two things, Mikey. It's either one big coincidence. Great minds think alike. Uh, When it comes to these characters, the booking ideas come together, I guess. Whatever, whatever. Or we're definitely WWE Stooges. And, and, and we're giving the audience secret details about what's going to happen on SmackDown before it happens.
1: Welcome to the first and only SmackDown Live preview podcast.
0: <laughs> Take that. Take that, Meltzer. We're coming for the throne on this one. Oh God! Next time, oh God! I, I, it's, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I don't. It's, it's baffling to me. Literally baffling to me that we've had that many coincidences. Because, cause what's scary about it is that it, there's been so many coincidences, the the tag team tournament, the uh, the Carbella Flair match, the Rollins and Owens fighting. I mean, too many, too many. Hopefully coincidences.
1: the, the Rollins Owens fight was on Raw, but still.
0: Still, like the fact that there, it still was a thing that happened. Ugh, did we just mention
1: Raw on this podcast? I'm offended by us right now.
0: Uh, This is SmackDown Live only. I can't Man, believe we just who, did that. I, who are we? Okay, let's move on. Speaking I of SmackDown dirty. Live only. Yeah. yeah, I feel dirty. I need to take a shower. I need a cigarette, and I need to take a <laughs> shower at the same time. Uh, which, don't worry, it's, gonna give you a, it's not going to be a cigarette. It'll be an e-cig. So I do that in the shower. An e-sig will probably electrocute me. I'll vape, I guess. Can you, is, are vapes electronic? I don't know how vapes work. <laughs> you, you charge them, they run on a battery. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> my brain all of a sudden was like, Brian, do you know how vapes work? <laughs> this is I lost all my, like, millennial cred in an instant. <laughs> like, all, it's out the window. I'm now a 40-year-old, 40-year-old man doing this podcast. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, let's. I need to. need to start booking the show before I lose my mind. Further, maybe
1: we should start hitting the books.
0: Yes, let's hit those books. Uh, last week, uh, on show two, episode number two, um, is uh, we opened the show with a, a a a a man, a broken man, a woken man, at his compound, the Hardy compound. He's he's thanking his his people, thanking Vanguard One, thanking the mower of lawns. Um, thanking George Washington, um, and then he's he announces that it's time for him to leave this vessel, and he dips himself into Lake of Reincarnation, and then later, uh, we, and that's the opening thing of the show. We do that whole intro special thing of SmackDown Live, I guess, and then who comes out? Other than normal Matthew Hardy, uh, Version two version whatever version version done. Uh, version complete. Uh, version, alpha, beta, version beta version. T- version spine bone. <laughs> version spine bone. Operation spine bone is in effect. Uh, he announces to uh, the WWE universe that he is retiring from the life of professional wrestling. Um, in terms of wrestling and matches, he'll he'll take a producer role or whatever. He wants to thank everyone, uh, whether it be in WWE or not WWE, um, for their service. Dudley Boys, Edging Kristen, AJ Styles, all these guys come out and thank him. Everyone in the locker room. Finally, with Jeff Hardy coming out, hugging his brother. They came in together. Matt Hardy's going to leave, and Jeff Hardy's going to stay. What a sad, sad retirement speech is given by a, a, the great Matt, Matthew Hardy.
1: Jeff Hardy's going to stay so he gets Swanton off the cell and break his back some more.
0: Uh, by break his back, do you mean like be totally fine and walk up the next day? Somehow. Yeah, he's insane. Um, uh, next up, we had the another semifinal match for the number one contender tag team match tournament for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Triple Threat, The Usos, Sanity, and Slater and Rhino. Um, that match being, uh, what was the ending of that match? It was Slater and Rhino, I believe Heath Slater gets super kicked by one of the Usos. Rhino then comes over and gores uh, one of the other Usos and pins them. And then match over. Um, and Slater and Rhino move on to face on this episode of Hit the Books, episode number three. Not really. We, we already know this match is going to happen. Slater and Rhino versus the bar um, in the next match of the SmackDown Tag Team Triple Threat Tournament. Even though this is no longer a Triple Threat match, but you get it, the idea. Anyways, moving on, we have Finn Balor versus Mojo Rawley. Finn Balor wins the match handily following the match um nakamura the sly son of a gun that nakamura is the united states champion nakamura comes out and gives him just you know a slow clap just you know a slow clap then congratulates balor on his win and then leaves if there isn't any other mind games then then you're playing poker i didn't have a thing there mikey i'm sorry um (laughs) i didn't have anything there apparently um, next up, uh, uh, advertised Advertised is Becky Lynch explaining her actions to the WWE universe. What happens, in fact, is her music starts playing uh, and nothing. no one comes out. We go backstage. We see Paige, the general manager, running to find her employer, her employee, not employer, employee, Becky Lynch. Where is she? She has a job to do. She has to explain herself. That's what she was meant to do. Becky Lynch instead says to Paige, "I don't need to explain myself. They know why I did it," and then proceeds to leave, and go back more, further backstage. Paige obviously visibly upset about what just happened. Instead of anything being able to do anything, Kevin Owens comes out. Uh, big boy Kevin Owens comes out, uh, and and walks up to Paige and and demands to still be the number one contender, even though he didn't win the match last week. He it was a draw. Um, Rollins comes out, says the same, uh, sort of thing. The two argue about, you know, things. Paige cuts them off. With a bird uh, in screech, because bur- she's a bird. In a- <laughs> My favorite storyline <laughs> of a bird screens. Uh, cuts them off and makes the main event a handicap match. Uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. And whoever pins Styles will be the new number one contender, um, for the main event. Bailey Nia Jax of the next match. Bailey wins after the match. Nia Jax goes for the respectful handshake. Um, Bailey gives her the handshake, walks away, shakes her head no. She's not a handshaker. She's a hugger. She goes and gives Nia Jax the biggest of hugs, and it is heartwarming and lovely. And I my heart is warm to the core. Uh, my heart grew three sizes that day, um, just like the Grinch, because I am a forty year old Grinch. And how do vapes work? Who knows? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, we have a, a backstage segment. Styles is walking to the backstage. He's going. He has a match coming up. He's walking to Gorilla, but who stops another than the Scottish Supernova? That's not his nickname. That's I believe. Um, what's his face on 205 Live? Uh, I, it's missing my name. It's what's his name? Jesus Christ! Hold I on. honestly don't know either. No, I'm no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm Dar. No, I'm Dar. That's his name. Totally forgot. Uh, not the Scottish supernova, the, the Scottish behemoth or whatever. Um, uh, Drew McIntyre stops AJ Styles. He doesn't say a single word. Instead, he points at the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, points at Styles, walks away. That's it. Drew McIntyre is making his claim that, hey, guess what? I'm not coming yet, but I'm coming soon for that WWE Championship. So be on your back, AJ um aj then proceeds to go out and win his handicap match against seth rollins and kevin owens Um, rollins is going for that sort of curb stomp owens tags himself in the two seth rollins and kevin owens argue styles hits both of them and then picks up kevin owens for the styles clash pins owens with styles standing tall at the end of the show Mm -hmm. that is last week of hit the books mikey let us do show number three of Hit the Books. Again, let's remind everyone that we have a pay-per-view. Hit the uh, hit the books pay-per-view. Hell in the cell. Hell in a cell? Hell in the cell. It's hell in I the cell. I think it's hell in the cell. Y'all you, you, you all get it. Uh takes taking place September twenty third. That means we have this episode. One we have this episode that's being one, then two, then three. We have three episodes left including this one to get Helen sells. So Mikey, that being said, we should probably book at least one or two matches for Helen to sell. Um, whatever that may be. I have an, I Uh, I have an
1: idea for two already, I think.
0: Okay, cool. I also have several ideas of what, of what kind of matches we can do, but let us figure out the card here on our own episode of SmackDown Live. Let's figure out what we're going to do here. Um, what are your What are your thoughts so far? Show opener, match one, two, three, four, five. Hit me with some thoughts.
1: Uh, I am going to start off with a quick question. How many Hell in a Cell matches are usually in Hell in a Cell, like at the pay per view?
0: That's a great question. Um, I did some research, um, and the answer was typically when it when it was because we're gonna not we're we are going by the not co branded pay per views. Um, we're going by the. Um, everyone has their own pay-per-view, Smackdown has their own, Raw has their own and then we meet up at the big four pay-per-views. Um the one the one or two times that Hell in a Cell was a pay-per-view brand by itself, it was two to three Hell in a Cell matches.
1: Okay, that's what I figured.
0: And that we have to book 7 to 8. So 2 to 3 of them can be Hell in a Cell matches. Okay. I have know that part of my ma- matches for Hell in a Cell, I have only one I in mind, and I don't know at all. Uh, I, oh, I, That actually does remind me, Mikey. I was thinking about our show as I listened to the show, and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22, and <laughs> thank you for the laugh, and uh, I was thinking, do we have an issue a little bit? Like, how do, uh like, for like as I was thinking about it, Rollins and Owens feels like they're a feud, mm-hmm. but like but like Styles doesn't feel like like after the draw after the handicap match of Styles winning, why should Styles face either of them at Hell in a Cell, because he beat them like my and none of them are doing it like, I'm I'm having trouble with like how do we we need to find a way to like. Make it if we're keeping it this triple threat feud of Rollins, Owens, and Styles, we're gonna find a way that the champion A.G. Styles has like a reason to like defend even though they both are not the number one contender. Or we make it Rollins and Owens and number one contenders matter hell in a cell, and Styles faces someone else. Who they face, I have no idea. But then there's then there's that. And then there's the whole women's championship issue where it feels like we're going Charlotte and Becky. It could be a triple threat match of Carmella flair and Becky, but like it does, the story feels like it's Becky and flair, not Carmella. So I'm having, I don't know where to go with our titles yet. Those are all things that I'm like trying to, I guess, figure out in my brain. Maybe we can figure it out in this episode. Well, we we have to figure it out at some at some point. Um so hopefully we can uh, uh uh decide on how we do all those things. What are your thoughts on the whole matter? What's your whole thought on the uh, rivalry situation, I guess?
1: Okay, I have a few ideas. Um I have an interesting idea with the whole Rollins Owen style situation. Um Okay. So you know how uh McIntyre was doing his, oh, I'm coming for you thing. Yeah. yeah. What if, since Rollins and Owens just can't beat Styles, Paige says to McIntyre, like, not on screen, but like promotes it, is like, all right, if you can beat AJ Styles, you could be number one contender. Okay. That pisses off Rollins and Owens. Owens does his thing where he's like, Look, Rollins, I know we hate each other, but we have a bigger enemy here, and it's McIntyre. He's trying to fight for our number one, content- one of our number one contender spots that we rightfully fought for. And they team up and try to take him out.
0: We can make the funny joke of, like, he's only been an NXT champion. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Seth Rollins was like, weren't we both NXT champions? He's like, yeah, but also world champions. So but we were also both here, universal Drew. champions. <laughs> get out of here, Drew. Okay, okay. Okay, I like it so far. What, what? Okay, and then, so Paige is essentially like, we can have Rollins and Owens come up to the, uh, Paige at some point, being like, look, like, one, like some, one of them comes up and be like, look, I want this title shot at Hell in a Cell. Please let, give it to me. And, and Paige can just be like, look, neither of you won in your one-on-one match. Neither of you won or pinned AJ Styles in a handicap match. I gotta move on. I have a I have a pay per view to book, or or just to make matches for. I we gotta move on. So there's a new guy found that's gonna be the the number one contender. And like, who's that? Then who walks in? Drew McIntyre. She's like, if he can beat. Oh, does she say this to him to them?
1: I mean, she probably says it while he's. I, I don't know if she says it. Maybe maybe she's just like he has a match against AJ Styles tonight to see if he's worthy or something like that.
0: If he can beat if he can beat AJ Styles tonight, he is the new number 1 contender. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be that'll be the main event. Mhm. Presumably. Okay. I like that. So just Styles
1: versus McIntyre for the main event.
0: Yes. Yes. I like it. Styles versus McIntyre in our main event already already figuring stuff out and I, I like I like it I like it uh how do you oh I missed the Mac part Mac entire so let's say I don't think that's the show opener but let's say that conversation in the back is after the show opener okay um, backstage segment of I can't spell backstage. Backstage segment with uh, uh, Paige is talking to, or Rollins and Owens are trying to talk to Paige, and she's like, hey, look, you neither of you won. I need, a, I need someone to face WWE champion AJ Styles at the pay-per-view. I have a guy in mind, and like, who the hell's that? We have Drew McIntyre. If he beats AJ Styles tonight, he's the new number one contender. And then at some point later down, we have another backstage segment with Rollins and Owens talking. About how they need to work together. Am I, am I understanding all of that correctly, Mikey? Yeah. Okay. Good. I'll. I'm gonna write this all down uh, <laughs> for for posterity's sake. Um, do you have an idea about a show opener or any other matches or the women's? Um, my the women's idea for situation? a show
1: opener. You. You kind of mentioned something about it last week, uh, with the Miz coming out like a cast. Yes. Because we didn't use the Miz or Daniel Bryan at all last week. No, we did not. So I think that that was a good like recovery period from that whole Daniel Bryan freaking out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I think this time the Miz comes out in like a cast because maybe like last step maybe like last episode he was like unable to like come. He was he, his, like, was he was really bad.
0: he was quote unquote in the hospital.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I remember saying it last week, but can we just literally have him mimic Matt Hardy's retirement speech? Yes. Like we're almost word for word, just mimic it.
1: He even he even says it's time for me to leave this vessel, and everyone's like, "What?"
0: <laughs> he "His like, what?" He comes out with a chalice. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Now what happens? I have an idea. I have a pitch for you, but I want to, I want to hear the rest of your pitch here.
1: Um, I was just gonna say, I w- i mean, all I had was Miz comes out with a cast and starts doing this whole retirement thing.
0: Okay, then I'll pick it up from here. Uh, Miz comes out, essentially mimics Matt Hardy's retirement speech, almost word for word, um, like the actor he is, just reading a script. And a sent he—he doesn't have a spine bone injury. He just like has a—he's like he just like a a cast on or a boot or whatever on his leg. Um. So he's just—he's not like—he's not like going to lose his leg. He just can't walk or whatever. But there's that. one
1: signature on his cast, and it's his own.
0: Oh no! I was gonna say oh, <laughs> I was gonna say Maurice, but I like the idea that it's just his. <laughs> what an asshole! uh it's like his and Maurice's, and it's like it also says like watch Miss and Maurice, the Miss and missus watch Miss and missus <laughs> <laughs> on USA Network, um, it's like it's like
1: Maurice, Miz, and like the kid like scribble on it.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I love it. Oh the oh the baby, yeah, oh, that's adorable. Um, um, the baby's signature says uh, the baby wrote something that the Miz obviously just wrote, which says "beat up Dan Bryan for me <laughs> for for me, Daddy" from their child.
1: So now we have to so now we have to set up Bertie and Miz's kid for hell in a cell, right? <laughs>
0: That's what I want. That's what I want to happen. Um, No. uh, uh, No. uh, So, Miz is doing this retirement speech. Dan Bryan presumably has to come out. um, Of course. To to shut up the Miz. Um, You know, yells at him, whatever, for being a butthole, for, for making fun of a guy with a serious injury. Because Daniel Bryan has feels empathy for Matt Hardy because he had to give that similar speech years ago. Um, and then the Miz can just be like, well, don't you feel pity for me? I'm, I'm doing the same thing you're doing a fake retirement speech. It's like, Oh, fuck you, dude. Oh, the heat. <laughs> just like you can hear it. Just like you. <laughs> I I said that and I, my heart was like, ah, um, I hate that guy. Um, my my pitch for you is going to be that M- Miz plays up the thing that he he can't wrestle anymore because he's retired, so he needs he needs another new rookie. Okay, do you do you see where I might be going with this?
1: Kind of.
0: Who Dan Bryan runs to the ring? Who stops him and starts beating him up? None other than Mike Kanellis. Huh. I very much like that. Hit me with those brain particles. Hit me with what you're thinking, Mikey. I still have yet to write down anything, but th- please let me into your thought process here.
1: That's a really cool way to work in my canalist. Miz like, is all like, I've taken another one under my wing now that I've already proven to be better than you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't set it up here, but I think I uh, maybe next episode or whatever, I think... We have a Hell in a Cell match setting up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike Canellis versus Dan Bryan. I like it. I like it. I like it too. Uh, I'm still writing the backstage segments with with Miz <laughs> at ringside. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely Miz at ringside. Um, uh, but he's in a wheelchair too.
1: <laughs>
0: he's just really hamming
1: it up that his leg is hurt.
0: Yeah, he's just he's just hamming it up the entire time. Uh, but we get Mike Kanellis, uh beating up Dan Bryan. Um, and who wins, we don't know, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, I need to write down all of this information. Um, so when we get – I'll write this – let's go to commercial. <laughs> well, not commercial. Let's take a break because mm-hmm. um, so, I need to write down all of these informations. Um, and when we come back, we'll book even more of our show. We got the show opener, some backstage segments, and our main event set up. When we come back, we'll book the rest of it. Um, So stay tuned. We'll see you after the break. are back uh we have did our show opener with Miz recreating Matt hardy's retirement speech a backstage segment of owens and rollins another backstage segment with owens and rollins saying they need to work together to fight off mcintyre from stealing the number one contendership spot um and then a styles and mcintyre main event which we actually didn't book yet mikey so we should probably should do that um also by the way do you want do you just want to make the hell in a cell match daniel bryan versus mike kanellis I said Daniel, sorry. Dan Bryan versus Mike Canales at Hell in a Cell.
1: Yeah, I think that's just like one of the regular matches on the card, not a Hell in a Cell match or anything. I think we saved those for the titles.
0: Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's let's do this main event. We didn't actually like book what happens in the main event yet. So let's do that real quick. Styles McIntyre. Um, I think it's fair to say after that Owens and Rollins backstage segment where they're talking about their feelings and how they need to work together f- fend off McIntyre. I imagine there's going to be some interference. Yes, um, I
1: think in the middle of the match, um, I think Rollins and Owens both come out with like chairs, and they each hit one of the two people in the ring.
0: Uh, Rollins hits McIntyre. Owens hits Styles.
1: Actually, maybe they both just go after McIntyre because their beef isn't with Rollins here. Their beef is the fact that McIntyre's trying to jump the line.
0: You you mean your their beef isn't with Styles is their beef is of McIntyre? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah, they 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 want to get McIntyre off because they both think that they deserve it. Yeah. Um. So middle of the match, Rollins and Owens comes out and uh, attack McIntyre. Um. Chaos ensues. I'm imagining.
1: Of course. I mean, I was going to say there could be, like, a cool moment where they slide in the ring. Like, both of them are, like, staring down AJ, like, walking toward him, walking toward him. Then they both turn around and at the same time just smack McIntyre.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if they are attacking McIntyre first, who... That would be a DQ finish where... McIntyre wins. Ooh. McIntyre technically has a win over AJ Styles. That's interesting. But like,
1: it wasn't a good. It wasn't like it's not a real one contendership.
0: Yeah, it's win. not a real win, but a win's a in the record books. A win's a win. I imagine Paige then comes out, and decides, you know what, you all, this this chaos needs to be contained. And obviously, you guys are still all fighting over who deserves a shot at the the world heavyweight championship at Hell in a Cell. Um, you know what? I'm done with this. All of you get it. Right? And AJ's Mikey? Like, what? AJ's like, what? I don't I don't care. I'm I'm a southern boar. It's them southern boars. Uh, uh AJ, what
1: did you get back? I thought we kicked you out two episodes I, ago. I got
0: back. I got back. I had a flight all the way from down from Atlanta, Georgia. I ate a peach on the plane and now I'm here. i I'm, I'm I'm upset because because they don't that three on one, that's too crazy. But at the same time, I'm a fighting champion. But it's not a
1: three on one; it's a free for all. AJ,
0: it's a fighting champion opportunity for me. It's this is slightly turning into a uh, Cat Williams. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> um. Anyways, Styles, get out of here. Uh, God, he. I don't like how he just shows up. Yeah. Like he's just like unannounced. Like like last like the first episode we invited him here. Like that's fine. But like he just he just butted in on this one. I mean, come on, dude. Unbelievable. Uh anyways, Paige makes it fatal four way. World heavyweight title on the line at cell, Hell in a Cell. Inside the Hell in a Cell. So in a Hell in a Cell match at the pay per view. We have a fatal four-way of Styles defending against Rollins, Owens, and McIntyre. What what a main event on that pay-per-view! I am very excited. And we have that that eats up one of our Hell in a Cell matches as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a buttload of more matches to make. We have our uh, tag team. I assume we'll ma- be able to make another Hell in a Cell match here coming up. We have the tor- tag team tournament for the number one contenders of SmackDown tag team titles of Slater and Rhino versus the Bar. Where do you want to put that matchup? I feel like right now I, I wrote down just for shits and, and shits poops and giggles uh, um, the backstage segment of Owens and Rollins talking about their feelings mm-hmm. after match two. I feel like the that match of The Bar and Slater and Rhino should be a match, too.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Okay. The Bar versus Slater and Rhino. What happens? Oh, um. What happens in this match? Who wins? Who wins to face the Bludgeon Brothers at Hell in a Cell? Slater and Rhino
1: fumble their way into another one. And face the Bludgeon Brothers, or do the Bard just dominate?
0: Huh. Well, we can have the Bard, obviously, like, it can be a good match, but the Bard is essentially out-wrestling them, or at least out-wrestling Slater. Because mm-hmm. um, the Bard are a well-oiled machine, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Ra- Slater and Rhino could fumble B-team style, fumble their way into a victory. They just happen to win one. Or, they could win via some sort of interference. Not necessarily like a DQ interference, but a distraction by another tag team. Who that may be, I have no idea. Maybe the Revival, maybe Sanity, maybe the Usos. I guess maybe the Colones because they're back.
1: Oh yeah, we could take them off the injured list now.
0: Yeah, the Colones are no longer injured. So technically they're back. Um, we also wanted to do the Bar becoming Faces. So, I don't know. I honestly, this is it's a toss-up sort of it for me. I don't, I don't entirely know. I'm not, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. So I don't entirely know. Well, let's let's make let's make another match and let's come back to it maybe. Yeah. yeah. Let's 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 let that simmer. Let's put that pot in the in the simmer setting of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Stovetop. That's what's put called. Put it on the back burner for now. Let's. Oh, that's. That's how. That's what that phrase is. That's back burner. That's what that is. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's make some more matches here. Um, who? I'm. I ha, I'm gonna look at our list here. Who has not yet wrestled? Uh, Aiden English, Becky, Dan Bryan, Drew is going to wrestle our main event. Uh, the clones, obviously, obviously the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Killian Dane hasn't technically wrestled. Um, Lana, Liv Morgan, uh, Mike Kanellis, but he's showed up, I guess. Um, Sarah Logan, Shinsuke hasn't wrestled. Sin Cara hasn't even been on TV. um, And The Miz hasn't technically wrestled, but he's not going to wrestle for a while because he's totally really injured. Um, Oh, I have a pitch for a women's match. Okay, I remember remember what one of my pitches were. It was for a women's match, a tag team women's match of... Bailey and Nia Jax versus the former members, I guess, of Riot Squad: Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan.
1: I was thinking the same thing.
0: Perfect, perfect. I'll put that. Let's say match three.
1: Yep, sounds good.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. Question. Um. What are the Riot Squad now? What are they called? Do they have a name? Are they just called Logan and Morgan? More, (laughs) More, Morgan, Logan. Uh. No. There's. It does the pronunciation's weirdly off. What do they have a name? Do they come out together? What What are we doing with them?
1: I think they still come out together, but I don't know if they're they're not the riot squad anymore because there would be riots on Raw. Yeah. Um, in our in our universe,
0: I feel like they have to have some sort of name.
1: <laughs> the B team.
0: <laughs> the um, the um. Let's. This is workshop names here. Um. We have a, a, a New Jersey sort of like party girl esque character, I guess not like a sort of crazy, and with with blue with multicolored tongue, and then you have like this sort of like like country Kentucky girl coming out with like fur, this like essentially like this sort of like huntress girl. We kind of an odd couple like we two very different personalities. Huh. Maybe we maybe okay, here's a pitch. Okay.
1: Let's leave the name up to the fans.
0: Ooh, okay.
1: Let's see what they think, what they come up with.
0: Of the tag team of Morgan and Logan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Uh let's say tweeted us uh some sort of tag team of Morgan and Logan. Uh, hashtag, hashtag, something, hashtag. hashtag the pod. Ha-, ha Hashtag, hashtag, tag team, t- team t- t- tag team names. Uh, hashtag, uh, teaming on the tag. Hashtag time. riot
1: squad? Question mark.
0: <laughs> hashtag, Ruby, uh, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's sister. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just just said this tweets at hit the books pod
0: just tweeted us tweeted us at hit the book just at hit the books pod please if you do give us some names help us out here morgan and logan and we'll we'll come up with one and we'll pick it and and, and shout you out next episode we need a name we'll we'll think of something we'll try to think of something too but like yeah I don't know. I don't know at all. Please help us out. Tweet us at Hit the Books Pod and see if we can get a name. No matter what, we have a tag team match here of, of Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan versus Bailey and Nia Jax. Do we got a winner here, Mikey?
1: I do have a quick suggestion first. I think we move this to match four because we just had a tag team match in match two.
0: That is true. That is true. I'll move that to match four.
1: But winners? Uh, I think Bailey Jax win this.
0: I agree. I think if we're trying to weirdly enough, I guess, uh establish a friendship, a bond, a tag team between Nia Jax and Bailey, they they got to they got to win here. They got to, you know, look good. Look strong. Make Roman look strong. Uh,
1: make Roman look strong too, Casey.
0: Yeah, they got to win. I I I would say who pins whom?
1: Nia Jax pins Liv Morgan.
0: That's fine. That's fine. I like it. Uh Nia Jax pins Morgan. Nothing too fancy here, you know, just a tag team match. Just a women's yeah, just tag a good team.
1: good old match. just a good old fashioned tag team match.
0: The only thing we're really emphasizing here is that Bailey and Nia Jax are working working together as a as a good unit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As 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 hug hug mates. The bear hugs. The bear hugs. Um I like it. Okay, Nia Jax pins Liv Morgan. Okay. Ooh, what um, if they do like a
1: what if they do like a cool spot where like Jax picks up Bailey and then like throws her at morgan and logan
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah almost like a stinger splash in the corner but it's just nia jacks propelling bailey into that yeah, corner
1: it's it's like a just like a big crossbody and it's like
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i like it i like it um okay moving on um quick quick pit stop any ideas for bar slater and rhino um i think
1: the i think the bar should win
0: Okay, why is that?
1: Um, because I think it's. Imp- I think they're just more of a co- I think they're just a better tag team here. Like Slater and Rhino are good as a team. Not like okay, I guess maybe not good because they've they've won one match in the fantasy world. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: but I don't know. I think Bar is just just out out tag teams them.
0: Yeah, the Bar are a multi-time. Raw tag team champion. Exactly. They've never they've never won the SmackDown tag team titles. Slayton and Rhino have, in fact, they they were the inaugural tag SmackDown tag team champions.
1: I think maybe there's like a part where they almost win by like a weird scenario.
0: Yeah, let's. Say, I mean, yeah, let's say maybe that um, there's there's several close calls, but let's say, unlike last week where Rhino was able to. You know, get that gore on Jimmy Uso. Let's say they a brogue kick to Heath Slater. Cesaro holds up Rhino instead; he can't gore Sheamus. Sheamus pins Heath Slater. Yeah, sounds good. I like it. And the bar now, with the bar winning this match, we now have another Hell in a Cell match of the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Bar.
1: Mm-hmm. I was thinking for this one we do tornado tag hell in a cell
0: whoa whoa okay um okay interesting interesting okay i like it i like it a lot let's say that like i don't think like the feud should be a hell it doesn't sound like a hell in a cell match yet can we like next episode like build up to like a hell in a cell match and then like make it a hell in a cell match
1: I'm not saying I'm not saying we booked the Hell in a Cell match right now. I'm just saying I think it would be a cool idea.
0: Oh no, I like it a lot. I'm like thinking about. it, I like it a lot because I feel but like, like, like right now it's like just... we
1: don't see tornado tag matches enough.
0: Oh no, I mean that USO New Day tag match was amazing, and the Bar Bludgeon Brothers is certainly going to be like a like big boy hitting each other match, big boy beef fest, a hoss fest. Uh, I like it, but I said we we got to build to it. We gotta we gotta earn it, Mikey.
1: Yeah, they gotta earn the cell.
0: They gotta earn the cell, which is a weird thing to earn. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna write it down as like a a possible Hell in a Cell match. Hmm. But we got to find a way to make it like in this episode, maybe not this, this episode, but like next episode and the following episode to build it up to some sort of Hell in a Cell match. I think. Okay. I like it. Um, what else do we have here? We got, I mean, we got Charlotte Becky. We got Balor Nakamura. We got Rusev Day Elias. Um, we got we got some ideas. Is there anything that's really sticking out to you? Obviously, we also have Bray Wyatt is now a single star.
1: Oh. Right. I had an idea for him now that you said that. I for I almost forgot to mention it.
0: Oh, perfect. And hit me with your idea.
1: Um, I was going to say what if like little by little weird weird stuff starts happening to to Bray Wyatt? What do you mean? Like stuff like if he's walking like he's walking down to the ring with his lantern, and it goes out before he blows it out. Like, if he's walking down to the ring, and his music hits, and then it, like, stops and cuts out, like, it comes back on, or, like, the lights are flickering. Like, little weird stuff keeps happening to him. Okay. Maybe it's, uh, Sister Abigail trying to make her way back.
0: Ooh, Sister Abigail is trying to come back into Bray Wyatt's life. So, like, weird stuff starts happening,
1: like to Bray Wyatt, like, little by little, and it just kind of gets more and more intense, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say Bray Wyatt has a match with someone here. Hmm. Um. Who, who are you thinking?
1: <laughs> uh, who do we got?
0: Or should it Bray Wyatt just have a backstage segment? Because we also have to... You know, we also have Balor, Nakamura, Charlotte, Becky. I
1: think we take a Balor, not we. I think we take a Balor Nakamura break this week, um, because we did have uh, a couple of things, uh, the past two weeks. So I think to leave room for some other feuds, I think we can put Balor and Shinsuke till next week. We still have time before Hell in a Cell to set stuff up.
0: Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, I like that. Um, so Balor Nakamura will be on the back, the back burner. Yeah. Uh, on this week. Um, so we got. I mean, we have br- uh, this Bray Wyatt idea. We have a, a Charlotte Becky feud. We have a Rusev Day Elias feud. I, I for oh, and then also the SmackDown Women's Championship. We have like that has to be defended at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> what are we gonna do with it?
1: Oh shit!
0: Yeah. Um. Because. For me, it feels like the story isn't, like, a triple threat Carmella, Flair, Lynch storyline.
1: It's a Flair versus Becky storyline.
0: Yeah. But Flair could go for her rematch clause.
1: I'm gonna say, but Carmella has the title.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Um. Hmm. This one's tricky. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky beast we have in front of us. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. What other women do we have? Tamina's out. Yeah, Lana. That's all we have left. We, We can have a Lana match versus someone. That's true. Lana versus... Becky? Interesting. Lana versus Becky. Okay.
1: Like maybe Lana... just put maybe just put Becky in a match for right now since she hasn't really been in one. Yeah. Maybe do Lana versus Becky and Charlotte in her No, I don't know if I want to do another interference cuz we had a kind of a big one at the main event.
0: What about Okay, I got it. I got yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Match number 1. match number 1. Lana versus Becky. Yeah. Um, with Carmella on commentary. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Becky, no offense to Lana, but Becky is, is aggressive now. Becky is angry. Becky utterly destroys like less than five minutes in a disarm her on Lana. Mm -hmm. Like utterly destroys Lana. Poor Lana. (laughs) Yeah. Poor Lana. But like, Becky is just going to destroy you. Um, No offense, Lina, but it is like, Becky will destroy you. Um, Becky gets her hands raised or whatever, then proceeds to start walking back, but before she can make it out of the ropes, Charlotte Flair's music hits. Uh, and Charlotte starts sort of like f- fuming down to the ring. Uh, and, and Becky and Charlotte start just, you know, bare knuckle brawling. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then maybe the bare knuckle brawling happens. Then it gets over the commentary, and Becky throws Charlotte onto Carmella.
1: Oh yeah, it goes over near the table. Yeah, Becky. Yeah, like Charlotte hits Carmella. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but is it good? It's fun, but is it good? I think it's not bad. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take not bad. It's fine. Like, it's fine. Because we are, it's essentially, like, it's weirdly, like, a little bit of, like, story damage control. It's like, okay, maybe we shouldn't have Carmella win the title back. Because now it's like, we are in this sort of situation of, like, uh, the title, the the storyline is Charlotte Becky feuding.
1: I mean, we could do Charlotte Becky at Hell in a Cell for number one contendership always.
0: Okay, and then just com- Carmella is watching like the sidelines? Like, watching on commentary or whatever? Yeah. And just not have her defend? That's an idea. Yeah, maybe that's- no. The the problem with doing that is that having like Carmella watch or whatever, that means that we probably can't have a Hell in a Cell Lynch flair match. Ugh. It would be weird. It would be weird if we had Carmella doing that.
1: Yeah, so Charlotte needs to win that title back somehow. Or someone has to take that title off of Carmella.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how or this soon.
1: What if Lynch takes it from Carmella and then we have Charlotte versus Lynch with Lynch as the women's champion? Or is that just dumb?
0: It's weird. It's weird because it's like we just had a title changed. We had SummerSlam where Charlotte won then Carmella won it back on the following Tuesday. Then
1: man, that controversial moment really messed us up, huh?
0: A little bit. It really it really did. And 2 weeks later we have Lynch beating Carmella for the title. Why should Lynch have a title shot anyways? Shouldn't shouldn't Flair have shouldn't Flair have a rematch clause?
1: Damn. Randomizer really screwed us over this time, huh?
0: It's a that long-term screw over by the randomizer. Oh boy, we're really eating it on this one. Okay, well let's say, let's let's figure let's figure out later. Let's just do Lana Lynch, Charlotte and Lynch fight after the match because they were best friends and then no longer after what Becky did by backstabbing her. Mm-hmm. And that we th- and that at some point Becky throws Charlotte onto Carmella who's just sitting there on commentary. Mm-hmm. And and Becky. And then Becky maybe leaves, I guess, and goes back up this goes back up the ramp.
1: Yeah, and her music plays. Yeah. Yeah. And Becky stands tall.
0: Okay. Okay. So yeah. Flair, I'll I'll write this all down. I'll write this all down. While I'm writing this all down, Mikey, what are your thoughts on the last match of her show? I was I was thinking a
1: Bray Wyatt match so we can start having those weird things happen to him. hmm I was thinking maybe Bray Bray Wyatt versus like Sin Cara. Yeah, get him in action.
0: The only, my only concern with a Bray Wyatt match is a Rusev Day Elias match.
1: Oh yeah, fuck! Another thing we have to do,
0: booking is hard. (laughs) 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 I love it. Um, (laughs) Booking is hard. Um. Okay.
1: Okay. So maybe we do Aiden English versus Elias
0: a sing-off a sing-off a sing-off Aiden english versus elias okay thoughts
1: i like it <laughs> but what if yeah at one point they harmonize like really nicely by accident and they kind of look at each other and are like
0: damn we sound good i like it i like it a lot <laughs> oh my god i like that a lot <laughs> <laughs> they are they they suddenly harmonize really really well and it's just like it's just so beautiful and they're like astonished by that. And then what happens at the end? I
1: don't know, maybe maybe after that like moment where they kind of harmonize and like are like damn they kind of just I don't know what happens.
0: How do we get... I feel like well Rusev should be there, right? I think so. Is is Rusev the referee of this this sing off? What if
1: Rusev gets jealous
0: <laughs> He should I, He should right That's his friend he's stealing With his beautiful voice Yeah that, that, That's his hype man Like what the hell That's his
1: best friend That's his hype man That's That's the man who Freaking sings Rusev day every time Yeah Oh So maybe After they kind of like Do that harmonized thing And like uh, Kind of like Damn uh, Rusev gets angry And hits And like Knocks out Elias, and Aiden's like, "What the hell, dude?
0: Do does English do anything? Does he help Rusev because they're still buddies, or does he just stand back? Maybe, maybe, and not do anything? I'm at saying all? maybe he like hits. Or does he stop he Rusev? hits
1: Elias, and then Aiden like runs over? And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell? Like, chill, chill out."
0: He oh maybe like maybe he doesn't say chill out, but he just like holds back Rusev.
1: Yeah, he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on! Like, what? Like, he's like, what was that about?" <laughs>
0: And then, and then the two go backstage. Yeah, with with English turning around at one at one moment, giving a longing glance to Elias. <laughs> he reaches his hand out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Every time we touch, I get this feeling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rusev gets jealous, attacks Elias. English pulls Rusev off and they walk back. Okay. Well, with that done, Mikey, that is the end of our booking of this episode. Let me uh, let me give you that let me hit you with that rundown and then we'll hit you with that randomizer. Yay. Uh, I believe oh god, the, the dreaded randomizer. I believe it'll be your week this time. I'm so
1: um, scared of the randomizer now.
0: <laughs> I yeah, this week I I'm very terrified. I honestly have no idea how to do anything. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Show opener, um, following last week's retirement speech of Matt Hardy, who comes out, none other than The Miz, wearing a boot on his leg, the injured leg that Dan Bryan attacked two weeks ago. The Miz was at the hospital for. He missed a bunch of acting casting calls because of what Dan Bryan did to him. What a monster. Anyways, the The Miz comes out, and he essentially, word for word recreates the legend Matt Hardy's retirement speech from last week saying essentially that instead of like a bad spine bone he's got a bad leg and he will have to retire from professional wrestling because of what Dan Bryan did to him um Dan Bryan comes out proceeds to tell him you know hey stop make don't make fun of people with serious injuries like this I had i He's I'm empathetic towards Matt Hardy because he's empathetic towards Matt Hardy. We don't write promos here. He's empathetic towards Matt Hardy because uh, uh, he had to make a similar speech a couple years ago, and Miz is like, "Well, why aren't you upset for me because I'm doing the speech right now? Why aren't you upset about me, rookie?" Um, Dan Bryan—that's his trigger word. Dan Bryan gets upset. He runs after Miz. Stops him and says, "Hey, I can't wrestle." I got a don't worry, but don't worry. I got a new protege, a new rookie, and who s- attacks Dan Bryan? Dan Bryan, none other than uh, Mike Canellis. Mike Canellis, being um, uh, the the lovely what, what uh, Mister Mike Canellis, um, to his Maria, his wife Maria Canellis, who I believe is injured right now, um, and he comes out and beats up Dan Bryan, and he is now the Mrs. Protege. Backstage, we have Owens and Rollins coming up to Paige and saying they still want to face AJ Styles. And both, well, not both of them, but one of them deserved the opportunity to face him at Hell in a Cell. Page is like, look, you guys one-on-one came to a draw. Um, when you had your handicap match, neither of you could pin AJ Styles. i We got to move on here. This is getting ridiculous. I have, a, I have a Hell in a Cell card to figure out. I need a new number one contender. And it can't be either of you because none of you two can figure it out. And they're like, well, the hell, who the hell is it going to be? She's like, well, this guy. Um, Drew McIntyre walks out. This behemoth, the Scottish behemoth comes out. And just like he's – and, and Paige then proceeds to say that, hey, he has a match against Styles tonight. He beats Styles. He is the new number one contender. Um, which, funny enough, jumping ahead, Mikey, but this is just a tangent – Um, that is a weird thing is that they go out, they, Styles, not Styles, Rollins and Owens comes out to beat up McIntyre, but by doing so it becomes a DQ finish, which McIntyre then wins, and because he won the match, he is now the new number one contender, because that was the stipulation added to it. Mm Mm-hmm. So technically, technically, they should attack Styles first, right? Or should or should they attack McIntyre anyways?
1: I think they should hit. I think they should. Maybe, maybe they should just do one in one. Like Rollins takes out McIntyre and Kevin Owens takes out Styles at the same time. So there's no clear decision, and that's why it's a fatal four way.
0: It's just lower sort of like a draw, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. That that helps that helps out my brain a lot. Um. Okay, so moving on. Uh, so so Paige says that in the main event, McIntyre has to beat um, uh, AJ Styles. And when he, he does so, he will be the new number one contender and have the match at Hell in a Cell. Um, next up, a match of Lana versus Becky Lynch. Carmella is on commentary watching this match. Lynch handily defeats Lana uh, with a hey, disarm her in like less than five minutes. Just real easy, real simple um flair comes out as becky's trying to leave the ring she comes out runs to the ropes fuming and they you know just beat start beating down on each other just attack each other fight breaks to the outside at some point lynch throws charlotte flair onto carmella the champion who's just sitting on commentary lynch seeing the record she's done walks to the backstage happy with what she's done um making her place known of who she is Next up in our finals of the tag team tournament for the number 1 contender spot of the SmackDown tag team titles, it's The Bar versus Slater and Rhino. Unlike last week where Slater gets super kicked by Jimmy Uso and Rhino's there to gore Jimmy Uso and win- pick up the win, Cesaro is smart this time. Sheamus does a bro kick, a nice little bro kick on the Heath Slater. Cesaro holds back Rhino so he can't do the gore. Seamus pinned Slater. One, two, three. The Bar now have a Hell in a Cell match versus the Bludgeon Brothers. It might be an actual Hell in a Cell match. We'll wait and see. Backstage, Owens and Rollins are talking about their feelings here. They're saying, like, hey, we both, we got to set uh, everything aside because McIntyre jumping the line. He doesn't deserve it. He was just an NXT champion. Um, unlike us world champion guys. Um and Rollins is like, okay, whatever. Uh, Owen says, we gotta, essentially, they agree to work together. In what capacity? Who knows? Um, next up, Elias and English sing off. Uh, they, they're fighting each other w- through their vocal cords. The two, at some point, accidentally harmonize beautifully, allowing both of them to look at each other and be like, like, astonished by that. Rusev sees these stealing glances of each other and gets jealous. He proceeds to attack Elias. English then pulls Rusev off and they both walk backstage. Next up, a tag team match of Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Again, if you have a tag team name for them, besides the Riot Squad, obviously, uh, send that tweet that at us at Pod. So, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan versus the new friendship formed of Nia Jax and Bailey. Jax pins Liv Morgan to win the match for her and Bailey. In our main event, AJ Styles is facing Drew McIntyre. At some point in the middle of the match, Rollins and Owens both come out and attack McIntyre, and Styles, chaos, proceeds to ensue. Paige comes out, her music hits, she's coming out. She's like, I've had enough of this. This this no whole number one contendership nonsense that that the three of you, the two of you have been causing. You know what? You all can have it. McIntyre, you get it too. Styles, you're having a match at Hell in a Cell. And we're f- you're facing all three of these guys. Styles, McIntyre, Rollins, and Owens. Fatal 4-Way in a Hell in a Cell match. And that is the end of our show number three. Mikey, who, whoo, I... Honestly not bad show. I think I think it I, I think it's a pretty good show. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I like I like what we've done here.
1: Yeah, it's not bad.
0: Um I am terrified of what's to come next and what to come next is and you will have the honors of doing so of pulling that trigger is our randomizer. Uh we try to replicate the sort of anything can happen nature of WWE. So, we have a randomizer here with a list of injuries, wellness policy violations, NXT call ups, title matches, title changes, or possibly nothing happening at all. Mikey, it is your turn to hit the randomizer. I am terrified. You are terrified. Oh boy. Let's see what we must include into our show.
1: Let's do this. <laughs> oh God. Boop. Oh right. my God. It's refreshing.
0: It's the refreshing. stress, the stress on me is terrifying.
1: It's refreshing. My legs are shaking. Like I actually am scared.
0: I'm terrified of what can happen here.
1: <sighs> okay, it's not that bad. Okay. We just have to make one match, a gimmick match.
0: A gimmick match. Oh, gimmick match, make a match, a gimmick match. Very simple. Gimmick matches are any match that's like a, uh, like a Hell in a Cell match, or like a Steel Cage, or anything that's just not a single one-on-one or tag team or anything like that. Oh, okay. That's okay. Okay. We could do this. We could do okay. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't want to be a stickler, but English and Elias is sort of a gimmick match, but I don't think that counts.
1: It's not really a match, is the issue.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Well, the four matches we actually have here are Lana versus Lynch, The Bar versus Slater and Rhino, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan versus Nia Jackson-Bailey, and AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre. The only thing that sort of makes sense to me is The Bar versus Slater and Rhino. hmm To become a gimmick match. Um, oh, I have an idea. Perfect. I have an idea. Okay, shoot. So... Cesaro is able to hold back Rhino, from from helping Heath Slater. Mm-hmm. How does he do that with handcuffs? That make this match a no disqualification match.
1: Okay, so just make make it a no DQ tag match.
0: Yeah, just make it a no DQ tag match, and and w- through the use of handcuffs, Rhino can't help out his partner Heath Slater this time around. I like that. Okay.
1: I kind of had one other idea.
0: Okay. You have one other idea? The, the, we're here pitching ideas to each other. Not all ideas are winners. Um, but let's. No, no, no.
1: I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked the no DQ match.
0: Yeah, we're open to all ideas. Let's see what we can get. Mikey, what do you have?
1: What if ladder match?
0: Whoa. Okay.
1: Contract hanging from the top for the number one contender match at Hell in a Cell.
0: For. with, with whom?
1: It's like hanging from... It's a contract for the title match at Hell in a Cell against the Bludgeon Brothers.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. A ladder match for the tag team title number one contendership. Okay. The con, the, the, I assume it'll be a briefcase with the, with the contracts inside. Sure. Just to not... We have a clipboard hanging off the rafters.
1: I mean, they've done it before. Have they? Oh, that's so yeah. weird. I remember... Um... It was uh it was for the contract for a- uh, AJ's WWE championship and I th- and it was like on a clipboard and I think James Ellsworth got it because he ha- he like handcuffed or Dean Ambrose came out and messed up Styles and I think handcuffed him to the ropes and Ellsworth climbed up and grabbed the contract.
0: Oh, that is true. I do remember that third pitch, Mikey. Okay, a contract on a pole match.
1: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that
0: because
1: <laughs> i knew you were going to say that because i almost said it
0: <laughs> uh, no no no. okay we're, we're not doing that we cannot do a contract in a pull match i will explode vince russo will c- cry tears of joy uh, we uh, cannot do that um okay ladder match we i mean essentially no dq we could still do the handcuff thing maybe but like a ladder match is interesting i do like a ladder match Of Rhino, Heath Slater, Cesaro, and and Sheamus.
1: Ooh, or a tables
0: match. Or a tables match.
1: I don't know. I think I like... I mean, they're all
0: good. (gasps) Ooh, tables match. We do the exact same spot of last week. Sheamus bro-kicks Heath Slater onto Cesaro. Okay. There's a table leaned up against the ropes behind Sheamus. Rhino goes for the gore. Sheamus... The smart wrestler, wrestler that he is moves out of the way. Rhino gores himself through the table. The bar wins.
1: Yeah, like like uh, Seamus can like sidestep and grab him and just like, use his momentum against him.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And boom, the bar does it. Yeah, and the bar does it. Okay. And they move on. I like that. Me too. I like that a lot. All right, so tables match? Let's make this a tables match. Ooh, a tablely y
1: Tag team table match.
0: I like it. And and it gives a little bit more of a reason for, like, a, a possible Hell in a Cell match. mm mm-hmm. That, like, sort of, like, like, they won through, you know, hardcore means. Yes. Okay. Well, with that inclusion of a tables match, should we change up our match order at all? Um,
1: I don't know. Do we...
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it is it's it's it is an idea.
1: Maybe it's the main event. Is it the main event? I mean, I feel like a tag team tables match is more exciting than just a regular singles match between Styles and McIntyre, right?
0: They're both number one contendership matches, essentially. That's true. Uh, but one has a gimmick of a tables match, and one of them gets interrupted by Seth Rollins and Ke- Kevin Owens. A lot of brains at work in this episode. Um... Yeah, we might be able to leave it where it is. Okay, let's leave it where it is. So, just a quick rundown then. To close out our episode, Miz recreates Matt Hardy's retirement speech from last week. Matt Hardy – not sorry, not Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy can't walk. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out, uh, tries to stop um, the Miz. The Miz m- makes a new rookie, and that rookie is Mike Canellis. He comes out, and he beats down Dan Bryan. Next up, uh, backstage, Owens and Rollins come up to Page. Want to face Styles. Page says that they need to move on and reveals McIntyre as Styles' new challenger. If he can beat Styles tonight, then uh, it will be a uh, McIntyre will be the new number one contender. Uh, Lana versus Lynch. Lynch destroys Lana. Carmella's on commentary. At some point after the match, Flair comes out. Lynch and Flair fight. Lynch then throws Flair onto Carmella, who is sitting at commentary. And Flair, sorry, not Flair, Lynch walks away. In a tables match for the number one contenders for the tag team titles, the bar defeat Slater and Rhino uh, while using Rhino's gore to using his own gore momentum. That's sort of a pun, not really. Uh, he Thank you. Sheamus. Seamus throws uh, Rhino into a table that is leaned up against the corner. The bar wins. They are now facing the Bludgeon Brothers at Hell in a Cell. Backstage, Owens and Rollins are talking about their feelings and said they, they make a commitment to working together, that they have to stop McIntyre because he's jumping their line. Um, Even though they can't agree who's number one contender, they can both agree that McIntyre's not number one contender.
1: God, the idea of an Owens and Rollins tag team is so good.
0: <laughs> it is an interesting tag their, their Their idea, like there's like, it is sort of like an odd couple situation. But I, think like... they,
1: I think they could work really well together.
0: Oh, I totally agree. Next up is a Elias and Aiden English sing-off. Um, both known for their, for their vocal capacity. The two fight it off in a singing competition. The two at some point accidentally harmonize beautifully. They both give a look to each other. And Rusev sees that look, gets jealous, attacks Elias, and Aiden English pulls Rusev off of it of Elias and walks backstage. Um, next up is a tag team match of Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan versus Nia Jax and Bailey. A very good match where Nia Jack Naya Jack, not Naya Jax pins Liv Morgan in the ring. Finally, in our main event, is AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre. It ends up in a draw, mainly because at some point in the middle of the match, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens attack. Both McIntyre and Styles. Chaos proceeds to ensue. Page comes out and says, I've had enough of this bickering over who's the new number one contender. You know what? All of you are the new number one contenders. At Hell in a Cell, it will be a fatal four-way. Styles, Rollins, Owens, and McIntyre in a Hell in a Cell match. And without further ado, Mikey, that is the end of this episode. How do you feel? How are you f- feeling pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty exciting episode. It's a pretty exciting. My my nerves are 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 shot because of the 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 frickin randomizer, but it it yeah. it it, ha- it has yet. I mean, it had long term screw over with the controversial like ending of episode one, but mm-hmm. you know it hasn't wholly screwed us up yet. An XD call up I feel will definitely screw us up. Uh, uh, and and any injury, any injury, Mikey is just terrifying. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, well then, if without further ado, Mikey, thank you all for listening to Hit the Books in this third episode. We love you all for listening so much. If you want to listen, or not listen, but if you want to see more wrestling fun, come be a part of the booking community and follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. There, you can be a part of our preview polls and our review polls every week. We uh, tweet out the the. Things that are gonna that are like advertised for this episode of hit the books, and then and then on Wednesday we tweet out you know polls of like what'd you think of the booking? How did we do? Those sort of results. Um, we want to get more of those results because sort of like if we get an idea of like if you get real excited about something but it ends up disappointing you, that's sort of like a fan reaction that we want to replicate in this show. So please, if you can vote in those polls on monday and wednesdays so we can get an idea of like whether or not you like the storylines that we're building to or whatever or what and then maybe we can like even change it to see if like how we can do it differently
1: it's something that unlike wwe will actually listen to you
0: oh what a burn mikey oh god i didn't know people called you seth rollins because you want to um burn it down keep it on ice (laughs) anyway burn it down Perfect. Uh, but yes, please go to at hit the books pod. Follow us today. If you have any ideas on what to add to our randomizer, please tweet at them at hit the books pod and we'll put them into our randomizer list and we'll shout you out along the way. Whether you have more ideas of what to put in there, please. Um, we want to hear your ideas of what can be in there and we want you to essentially screw us over. Uh, essentially, that's what we want. We're we're masochists over here. Um, hit us with that subscribe on, on your your podcast listening subscription device. That's Just go to iTunes, I guess. You can leave a review there. While you're there, leave a review for iTunes. It's totally fine. Tell us how much you like the show. Tell other people how much you love the show. Give us a review on iTunes. Very important. If you're a new podcast, If we have reviews on iTunes. So please, if you can go to iTunes right now, drop us a little review. We will love you dearly. That is all for this week of ep- this week of hit the books i'm having a mouth destruction episode over here my mouth is just exploding with lack of saliva this has been all for this week's episode of hit the books my mouth is going to explode so mikey if we can please close it off i all i gotta say mikey is that i we've got two words for you book it (laughs)